1045 Five, The Zone. What up, Nashville? Happy Tuesday in the Music City. Happy New Year. Can we still say that? Like, we're solidly in 2022. I like what Emily Proud put the other day. She was like, day one, 78 degrees. Day two, video of snow falling. <laughs> this is where we were. Uh, so, a chance of snow coming up on Thursday, too. So, um, be mindful of that. Potential one to three inches of snow on Thursday. Um, and, of course, more higher totals in the uh, plateau, on the plateau. So, um, we'll keep uh, keep you updated there. Um, broadcasting live from Buffalo Wild Wings, Nashville West. Charlotte Pike, that's where we are. The striking spare is not here anymore. <laughs> it's an at-home now. Yes, we've learned that today. I didn't know what that was. I think V-Love told us that, right? Yeah. People are upset about the strike and spare. Like, there are certain Nashville things that don't need to go away. That's one of them? Like, Rotiers went away. That, that should the, never uh, have Yes, that should on uh, yeah. Ellison. Yep. Uh-huh. That should never have happened. That was good, too, boy. The cheeseburger with the French oh, bread. Oh man, that was really good. And what's the name? The soda shop. They tried to get. They tried to sneak soda shop on off. Some stuff just got to stay. Yeah, they brought that back. Yep, it just got to stay. Uh, the Parthenon, I could do without. Have I, you, have you ever I, been to the Parthenon? Yes. How many times? I don't know. When I was at school, they got that gigantic, you know, woman Bang on the inside. in there. Yeah, Athena is I, that her name? Yeah, I, I have um. <laughs> Nashville guy's going to kill me for that take. I can weird. do without the Parthenon. I have dreams about the Parthenon like every two or three years. What? <laughs> yeah. like, what? What kind of dream? <laughs> this, that I'm in is a, this when you take gummies? Yeah, wait, no. wait. <laughs> do I not need to ask this question? No, it get weird, okay. man. It's like, um. Oh, we're past weird already. Yeah, like, so, I'm, I'm in there and I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> yeah. I'm lost in the Parthenon. You can't be lost. It's just a big box. I know, but I'm in there with some friends. I don't know who the friends are. It's Athena's tomb is what it is. And they lose me. But Athena comes alive. <laughs> what yeah. in the world? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even know how to respond <laughs> to this. But hold on. They get crazy. <laughs> so then, out of nowhere, I'm talking about it's the same dream every time. I have... A uh, Ghostbuster pack appears on my back. <laughs> the proton pack, baby. Yeah, the oh, proton pack. There is a scene that look kind of looks like that. That's where it is then. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I can never get out. Yeah. And, but, so, wait, you've I, got I a, see that. You got like a seven hundred foot tall woman coming at you that's been dead forever. Yeah, but it's just the crown of her head, and the crown the crown turns into snakes. Well, that's Medusa. Yeah, <laughs> but she's mixed with it. With mixed with her slay. Oh. If you're she saying asks, Athena and Medusa got yeah, together. but she doesn't move. If she like, asks if you're a god, like just say yes. Trust <laughs> me. Yeah. What'd you do with the proton pack? I don't know. I so it's like a video game too. At the same time, because I always die in it, and I, you know, you never really die in dreams. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Yeah, but I, it's like it starts me over at the bottom of it. Yeah, the, the reset button. Yeah, it's like a reset button. I'm gonna take out this Athena Medusa, and I come Jerry. back. And it happened like four or five times in the dream, and I come out. So I come if back I got rid of the Parthenon, then you would no longer have that dream? I don't know. That's why I wondered why, like, how many times you've been in it? Because maybe that's why. I think I've only been in it like uh, twice. Yeah, two or three. Yeah. Something like that. So that's weird that I have a dream about that. Okay. Slaying the Parthenon. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the dream. 
Yes, I have yep. a dream. <laughs> that someday. <laughs> you know, we'll come to life and turn to Medusa. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, listen, a hell of a speech. I just try to tell y'all, man, what I, I'll let y'all in the mind of Slay. Yeah, the mind of Slay. Excuse All right. Uh, Roger Seifold is going to be with us uh, coming up in just a little bit. Again, the big story, obviously, the Bud Dupree video. There is a new video out there that shows it's the security tape. It looks like it's the security tape at Walgreens. And it looks like you can't, there's, no, I couldn't hear any audio, but I didn't turn it on, honestly. But I'm, anyway, uh, it looks like somebody was trying to take a selfie. Maybe they were told no. They did it anyway. Scuffle ensues. What we originally saw was the end of the video where it looked like Bud Dupree was just escorting a, a young woman out of the uh, scuffle. Yeah. So it looked like he was kind of protecting or pulling someone out of the scuffle. I mean, come in the building. building right there. That's how you come in. It. That's the way you come in. It. What's up, partner? <laughs> Big Dog came in just announcing his presence. That's right. That is right. So here's where we are with 3HL. And, and, you know, OG 3HL listeners understand this. We can talk about serious things, but at some point somebody's going to yell them in the building, and then it's just going to kind of target away. <laughs> and then Medusa is going to appear on Athena's body. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we are. And so, happy Tuesday. Citation. Bud Dupree issued a citation charging him with assault. He has three weeks to appear. So we were talking about, oh, it's a citation, and a lot of people are saying okay, that means it's not that big of a deal. So uh, Eddie Herbert, who's an attorney here in town, has tweeted us um, from actually his firm's website the, I guess, kind of more information on receiving a misdemeanor citation. So this is what it says, just to kind of give you an an idea. This is what Bud Dupree is, is dealing with. It means you've been charged with a crime, but the officer has written you a citation instead of placing you under arrest. You're required to report to be booked on the same day as your initial court appearance. Common misconception is that since you were not placed under arrest but only given a citation, that those criminal charges are somehow less serious than those for which people who are arrested. This is incorrect. If you've been given a misdemeanor citation, you've been charged with a crime that carries serious consequences if you are convicted. As with any misdemeanor, you can face up to a year in jail, up to $2,500 in fines, probation fees, other penalties that could impact your life. So there's the information when it comes to the actual charge. I'm no legal expert, but my guess is Bud Dupree does not serve a year of prison time for this. Yes, I, I would probably agree with you on that one. By the way, while you were talking about that, the serious nature of what was going on, you're also holding a chicken wing, and yes. I might have taken a picture of you. No, that is incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are... <laughs> We've got listeners here that were like, you are so wrong for that. Yeah, like so wrong. <laughs> I didn't post it's it. It's because I started to eat the wing right before we came on air. <laughs> well, I didn't finish it, and I'm not going to eat in the middle of a segment. Well, Ron Slay. <laughs> I like how I bring that up. I'm eating in the segment. I bring it up and then I she goes at you. Time. I like yes. that. Threw me right under the bus. I'm just throwing Again. everybody under the bus. So I'm looking for the cameras in Buffalo Wild Wings because you'll, you'll be on the security footage. I mean, there's sauce everywhere on that thing. There's sauce everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's honey barbecue and it's good. Yeah, so we'll, with regard to Bud Dupree, we'll see what happens. Legal system play itself out, all those things. Uh, Daniel uh, on Twitter, my favorite segments may be when we get into the 
Hashtag mind of slay. <laughs> Dang, I'm going to have to start a new list. <laughs> mind, mind of, of slay. slay. Yeah. So clearly you went, you're at like West Middle or whatever, wherever you were. West End. Yeah. And you went on a school field trip to the Parthenon and Athena really affected you. Yes, yeah, huge. How old were you? I don't know. If I was at West End, I had to be 13. Well, but I threw that out there. I have no idea. I oh, well, yeah, we couldn't you know. have been there. I went, I went when I was young. We used, listen, we used to go there all the time and feed the ducks. But you didn't <laughs> go so inside all the time. <laughs> What's so funny about me going to feed the ducks, dude? You're like a Disney character. I, I am. <laughs> all these people running around doing all these things. <laughs> You're feeding the ducks at the parts of the Centennial hey, Park. Dude, when I was little, that used to be so fun. Go there and feed them ducks. You get some, man, you, and then the good thing about it is you can feed ducks anything. Molded bread, good bread. <laughs> no. What you mean? Yeah, and they probably died like a week later. No, no, Babs. No, it used to be on sale. <laughs> <laughs> the people try to get rid of them, for real. Yeah, that's, duck, ducks. that's duck bread at the yeah, dollar store. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was. I ain't saying like real all molded. I mean, but it's, you know, you use little pieces of mold on them. And I wouldn't. Because you can't take it off. I'm going to call separate. you a duck killer. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I hate to leave this molded bread Peta killing the duck story, but Peter, I said Peter. <laughs> Peter hates us, trust me. Uh, let's, go to, oh. let's go to Zoe, who is out there somewhere in the night on, uh, on the phone. Zoe, what's up? What's up, buddy? Hey, hey what man. up, Zoe? It's, it's up to you, man. Oh, man, I'm just sitting here, man, thinking about the, the, that Pro Bowl, man, that we not, we don't have any players at, but we don't need no players at the Pro, pro Bowl because we're going to the Super Bowl. You you can't play in the Pro Bowl anyway when you're at the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, the Colts are well represented. <laughs> well, they, they're going to be at home probably next week. <laughs> Hopefully so. <laughs> that is funny, though. The number one seed in the – thank you, so. The number one seed in the AFC has one pro bowler. One. That tells you everything you need to know about how great a story this is yeah. that the Titans are where they are. That everybody's just bypassing. Good grief. It's getting weird. Look, national guy doesn't have to pander to the New York market, the L.A. market, the Chicago market, and the Houston market all the time. No. Not when, it's, not, not when you're a team that is the number one team. That's that's the whole thing. There are the other stories out there that that people all across the country might be interested in. Right, right. Like I think that this team and its identity is a well represented deal. Hey, 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 hey we got Russell Sanford in the building. Hey, that, hey, hey, that honestly simulates us as Nashville. Yeah, right. There, hey. right. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, Roger Sample getting set up. Hey, 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 hey. Let's take a break. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I can't take a break from you saying hey, that. Hey, hey, hey. Next time you dream about Athena and Medusa coming after you, say that. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Sample, you missed that one, though. There, there is oh. no room yeah. on this B-Bug right now. All right, no when, we, when we come back, man. we'll welcome Roger Sample into the mix. He is here. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, Nashville West. This is 3HL. Three HL one zero four five the zone. 
When Timberlake was doing this stuff, all in. I don't know about that man in the woods thing. I tried. He needs to go back. Somebody like man in the woods. I, I'm sure. I'm sure lots of people do. Okay. I wasn't down. No, hey, don't knock JT, man. You got he, with Jay-Z. Listen, got, went, went all the way He off. is the most talented person in the world, uh, Dustin Timberlake. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he is. I'll let you say that before. Yeah, he'd go on Saturday Night Live and host that thing, Chris and he's Brown the best person too. on that thing. Chris Brown would, too. Chris Brown's great. Okay. Was, You're right. right. You're right. All right. Okay. It's a short list. <laughs> it's most definitely a short list. It Usher Raymond for a minute. Yeah, Usher don't do too much writing, though. That's my he only thing That's right. Usher. That's right. You know what I mean? But he's into all kinds of things. Yes, he is. That's uh, without question. 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay. And this guy, Roger Seppo. Yes. Titan. <laughs> Offensive guard. What's up, y'all? <laughs> hey, th- thanks for battling this traffic coming out west, man. We appreciate you being here. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's Starting real, to turn isn't big it? city life out here. Man. Jeez. Yeah. It is real. Part of this is your fault, though, Sappho. Oh, I mean, it's all good. Okay, all right. Yeah. Just <laughs> y'all, keep, y'all keep winning. People want to keep moving in all this stuff. Y'all just part of it, man. All right, let's start with the hard-hitting stuff. Uh, where where were you on the field when the official said, hey, hey, hey? And the crowd went, hey, hey, hey. Did, did you hear it in the moment? Yeah. yeah. Did you think it was weird? Like, oh, No, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I was talking to Corey Levin at the time, and I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Professional football. Right. Punk, right. you got it? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, I like that. He was yeah. just testing his mic. Just yeah. testing his mic. I think you, know? you got the trademark thing, man. Just bust on the mic every time, once a game like that. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, just like that. That was pretty dope. What? So, so hey, 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 or he was giving them the business, like with, <laughs> hey, you know, like, like hey, 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 hold yeah, up, yeah, hold yeah. up, the dog. I forgot You're about right. that one. Yeah, right. a, a ref actually did say that. <laughs> You're right. Penalty on whoever he was giving him the business. <laughs> yes. You know what? You know what I think it was though. And this is my own theory. You know, there's a lot of talking going on and a lot of confusion and people trying to get the referee's attention. And I bet you he was trying to say that before he flipped the switch. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh-oh. Because <laughs> he didn't blink and didn't break eye contact. He told that whole thing, I'm just going to get up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> didn't smile anything. Yeah. I mean, there are funny things like that that happen in the course of a football game, right? Like of that course. we never know about. Just yeah. Weird conversations and things yep. like that. Mm-hmm. What's the weirdest conversation you ever have with an official? Um, with an official? You ever, do you ever get, like, to, to conversing with officials? Yeah, I, I always try to make them my friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> so learn their see, name, stuff so like can, that? Yeah, exactly, so they can see what's going on. Yeah. You know, uh, we had a referee that, you know, also went to Indiana University. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I know you see it. My man's hands is high. I'm looking up at the ceiling. Can't nobody else do this. <laughs> you know, it's things like that. It's conversations like that, but usually it's a good time. Usually it's a good time when you're talking about now with players. That's a different story, man, because you know people say weird things to try to get into people's heads, <laughs> and you know you the Taylor Dewan is one of them. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He said. Oh, he's right there by him. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got the comedy show right next to you. <laughs> exactly. We were playing. We were playing against the Chargers a couple years back, and all he kept on saying is that somebody smelled like pickles. pickles? Like smelled like pickles. <laughs> and I mean, was messing this guy's game up. He ain't played well the whole game. <laughs> Little vinegar out there. Take all the Kool Aid, right? <laughs> man, oh my God. man, do you guys know this guy smells like pickles? Like, I mean, 
<laughs> Every chance he could get. Hey. Are you quiet? Um, I'm only quiet until you know somebody starts chirping obscenities. Yeah. Then, then it's free reign. You know, your mom. <laughs> I don't care. Everybody can get it. I don't care. Everybody can get it at that point. Hey. They were chirping. They were chirping on Sunday. Were they? Oh yeah. They had no reason to. Yeah, we were. Them. We were b words all day. Oh wow. Yeah. wow. yeah. So what happened when they looked up and it was thirty-four to three? Man, he didn't even care. <laughs> yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> he pull, hit the dude across the yeah. yeah. So I yeah. love that. Um, I always say that um, doing what we do, Ryan Tannehill is a robot. Right, like I know what he's gonna say before he says it. Things like, like I mean, that's like fine. seriously the most boring press conference yeah. ever. The dude says nothing, but, ever, and t- we love him. But, but talking nothing. to you guys, I understand that he has a personality, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so absolutely. I, I loved it when AJ Brown said because people were talking about does Ryan Tannehill have anything extra for Miami, having played there, obviously, and and all of those things, and and he stayed away from it all week. But AJ Brown said. In the second half in the huddle, there were a couple of drives where he was like, let's, let's put it on him, <laughs> which I thought oh, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So what was the huddle like as you guys were continuing to not just beat this team, but physically dominate this team? Man, you know, it was, it was crazy. You know, things were really going our way, and we were really doing some, some good things in a running game. And, yeah. and I remember. Against a really good defense. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, I remember um, Ryan just basically saying, you know, all right, like, all right, let's crease this. Okay, all right. Let's make sure we push the pause. Let's, let's let's finish this into the end zone, and then he was like, "All right, I don't have nothing else to say." You know, you guys <laughs> you have to do the thing. But but really, but really, you know, he's just he's just all about the team. He's always going to put himself below the team. So whatever the team's goals is, is how he takes care of it. But uh, I definitely think that there was a small spark in his heart that, you know, really yeah. enjoyed that he was able to do that, yeah. get a win against his old team, yeah. and to be able to perform the way that he did. I mean, he was lights out. You talk I mean, about the just all about the team. So A.J. Brown was chirping at somebody on, on Instagram. I'm sure some of you veterans are like, just let it go, A.J. Don't, don't go at people. But I, I appreciate when he does it. But somebody had said, oh, you know, he had he said something positive about Tannehill, and that's my dude. I wouldn't be where I was without him. And somebody said, yeah, and your two catches, you know, and, and I lost my fantasy team and, or fantasy game, and Brown went after him and basically said, we don't care. We were able to run the ball, and we got the win. That's all that matters. There were some more choice words after that. But um, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave those out for radio purposes. But it's a perfect example of – this team and that dude who is, I, I mean, is so good, and he doesn't care that he had two catches, right? Yeah. That is this team. Like, how, how has that kind of evolved this year with this turning into it's all about the team and what we can do? Well, it's not always easy, especially when you have a huge game like A.J. had and then had to come back and only could contribute a couple catches. But, you know, he does some things, you know, blocking the ball. He, he takes a lot of attention. So he helps us out in the run game as well. You know, there's there's many ways that you can help out as a wide receiver that goes beyond the catches, uh, which we really appreciate him for. Yeah. Uh, you know, just having him on the field, you know, is another threat that they have to worry about. Um, and then also, you know, the, my man's growing up. He's he's maturing. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say that it wasn't easy. I mean, he's going <laughs> to want the ball. Right. <laughs> yeah. All great players want the ball. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's it just shows you, uh, you know, having somebody who – Really, at this point, I consider him a superstar. 
you know, for this team uh, to be able to to be so uh, humble when it comes to that fact. Yeah. Isn't that what makes this team special in this locker room different? I mean, you've played this game a long time, but it really seems like all y'all are like that. Like, yeah. our only goal here is to be holding that trophy on the last day, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's a blue-collar mentality. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that that's why people look at it as kind of different because, like, these guys are just grinders. You know, they just grind away. No matter who gets injured, they find a way to win the, win the game. You know, we're pushing people downfield. We're blocking for each other. I mean, you know, some of our long runs, man, you just see some outstanding effort on the edge of yep. people blocking people downfield. And, I mean, if Derek or, or Foreman or Hilliard, Hilliard um, decide to make somebody miss, it's a house call. So, you know, we just try to give them those opportunities as much as humanly possible. As far as chirping, though, Instagram, yeah, I leave that alone. But, yeah. you know, there's nothing that you can do. <laughs> Can't Twitter, that. Twitter yeah. let the fan base get them. You know, oh. go ahead and quote tweet them. I had somebody do that to me, uh, was it, two days ago? Somebody just straight up said, I hate everything about you. <laughs> I said, well, then just get a hobby then, brother. I don't know what, I don't know <laughs> what else to tell you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's something that you tell to your friends. Like, man, I can't stand that guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm going to add him. All, all, all that dude is trying to do is get a response. It's because not. there's no way anybody can say that to man. you. I mean, and it's going to really mean something. I felt bad after I quote tweeted, tweeted him, though, because, you know, our, fan, our fans really laid into when it. I, I appreciate our fans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I usually stay away from stuff like that, but every once in a while I'll retweet one just because yeah, I know the three edge crew will go after people. Because, I mean, it's not like, oh, I don't hate you as a football player. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I hate everything. I hate your smile. I hate well, your laugh. I, I mean, hate the way you look. I hate everything. At least it's consistent. <laughs> I mean, it's all, all the way in. Hey. hey, I went back and watched the game, bro, and uh, I love watching the offensive line in the run game when I go back and watch the game when I'm not just watching the ball. All right, right. Like live in the moment. Dude, you had some serious box, like, down the field, on the other side of the field. Right. And, I mean, I know you take pride in that. That's got to feel good running down the field and then connecting with somebody like that. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it feels really, really good. Um, as you guys know, I was itching. I was itching to get back on the field. Yeah. I mean, that, that whole COVID situation, that hit me uh, from left field. And the day before the game, missing that Thursday night game, you know, I was already <laughs> super ticked off. So this is <laughs> built up energy over time. And now, uh, you know, it's just trying to continue that and solidify the rest of this season. So, I mean, this is the best part of the season because, you know, we got reasons to play these last couple games. And then every game becomes extremely important. And that's when you see, you know, people's best performances start to come out. How The game, the game before this, uh, San Francisco game, you guys were out. How excited were you? Because you talk highly about the offensive line all the time. Right. How excited were you to see those guys have success and come in, like, at the drop of a hat and go out there and Man. get that win on the O-line like that? What's, what's crazy is before the game, I was probably more anxious than when I was playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then after watching what those guys were able to do and, and seeing those guys work together, and, I mean, make some really good, like, right. you, you saw some great effort on that field that day, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the second half. Yep. Uh, I was just so happy that those guys were able to pull it out. I mean, it made Christmas that much sweeter. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know we talk about, you know, the, the numbers thrown around, although nationally media members aren't talking about it like they should, but that's a completely different topic that I won't get on my soapbox about. But, you know, 88 guys have played injuries in and out, you look at where you guys are at this point. Guys getting back healthy. Perfect timing. Uh, are we going to see Derrick Henry at practice this week? Man. Probably. 
Oh, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so all of that, the plus of it, I guess, and do you guys have you guys talked about this? Is that you have depth unlike any other team across this league right now because you've been you've had to figure out what you have behind your starters. I think I think what it is is that is that our identity has made us comfortable. You know, I, basically what I'm saying is because of our identity, guys believe in that they're going to go in and be able to do the job to be able to win the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they've had to. Yes. But it's also because of who leads the team. You know, Vrabel leads his team. It's something he talks about all the time. So even if you're just joined the, the team that week, these guys are coming in, they're going in the game, they're contributing, they're having good performances. I mean, that's just belief to me. That's belief, 100%. So your coach should be coach of the year, you think, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, without question, right? I think, I think it's like I think it's like dealing with this because we've seen other teams dealing with what we're dealing with, but then to be where we are and dealing with it, yeah. to, to see the teams that we've beaten when we were dealing with it. I mean, I'm sure that uh, it was probably just, you know, Everybody in this room and my team that believed that we were going to L.A., you know what I mean? Because with all those injuries and, and Yeah, people I didn't think out, you were going to win that game. Dude, it's crazy. I bet. So, I, so it's like. I bet with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he did. And then to be able to win all those games, our four toughest games of the year, yeah. win them back to back to back, I mean, you, you can't coach those types of things, man. That just comes from just players that are just grimy, uh, that play hard, hit hard. You know, they just affect everybody. How about Deontay Foreman? Roger Saffold with us on 3HL. Deontay Foreman against Miami. And now that's 300-yard games in the last five. This guy was looking for people to impose his will on. I loved watching him run the football on Sunday. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. As, as an offensive lineman, is there an adjustment in terms of how long you hold your block, where you are, uh, when you go to the second level? Like, is there an adjustment depending on who the running back is? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think that when you're dealing with, uh, you know, more of like a, a scat back, uh, sometimes you don't have to hold it as long because they just find the holes, just hit it. Uh, then other times, you know, when you got people that are real grinders, you just want to stay attached so that even if he's running through an arm tackle, you can drive a guy off the ball. I mean, there's a lot of times that we got probably hit it two yards, but then we were able to push it and get yeah. four or five and six yards. Uh, and our first down efficiency was off the charts. Once we start getting that run efficiency down, next thing you know, we got a bunch of third and shorts. I mean, that was amazing. That was incredible. But with Deontay, um, he, he reminds me of Steven Jackson. He, oh, that's you know a I mean? good comparison. He, he reminds me of Steven Jackson, the way that he runs and, and how he's able to accelerate, huh. uh, you know, kind of like the ferocity that he runs with the ball. Yeah. Uh, that and the fact that his dreads just fly everywhere <laughs> when he hits somebody. Uh, so, so, you know, that's, that's kind of my comparison with him. But it's great to have a guy like that on your squad. And, and one, like you guys said, I can't wait to get Derek back and just yeah. have that one-two punch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, we're going to be feared back there. I mean, that's a, that is the elephant in the room, right? And the elephant uh, had a birthday today. Uh, and the reports are out there that he's going to be on the practice field tomorrow. So it'll be interesting to see once that window gets open when he does come back. Right. Is, is there something to the narrative that a player – that's been out an extended time, needs four, five, six, seven, however many reps to knock the rust off? Or do you think just when he's ready, he's ready? Um, 
when it when it comes to the to the running back position, I feel like it's all instinctive. So I don't think that he's ever going to lose those instincts. Now, when it comes to just you know the conditioning, you know being able to take the hits, probably seeing things a little bit faster. Of course, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of time for that. But the good thing is that when he comes out to that practice field, he's going to be super focused because nobody wants to come back more than him. Well, and then the other thought there is like he he should be pretty fresh, right? Like when everybody else is is worn down from the grind of the season. Man, I've said I've said this a lot and you know sometimes when you deal with injuries early in the season and you come back after like, you know, maybe an 8 week or a 10 week injury, I mean, you are just beating people up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're just not dealing with the grind. I I hope this is the same for him. I hope we just see a, 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 like amazing performances and I hope that it just adds more fire to the back of our old line to be able to continue to move people down the field. And, and that's what I was going to say, man. Like, it, you look for different points in the season to find something to charge you. And the playoffs brings that along anyway. But now you get to get a guy like him back. And it's really like after everybody rolling, y'all get to get healthy. Other people dropping like flies. Hey, man. Woo-wee. I know y'all going to be licking y'all chops, dog. I, I'm God, looking yeah. for you. Got through that COVID thing too, yeah. you know, because you never know yeah. who, who could who could get the COVID bug right. all over again in the playoffs. I right. mean, I'm, I, I felt terrible even for the Colts. I felt bad for them the fact that you know, yeah. uh, Wentz was out and then couldn't come back until until the day of the game. But you know, it's just the nature of the beast with this all COVID up. thing. It's everywhere. By the way, you were talking about people going at you on Twitter, like so people were going at us saying that we gave you COVID. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, did, yeah. I was like, no, that was way. like a week yeah. and a half ago. Yeah, <laughs> we got like, uh, the timing didn't work out, but we got that. They said he was oh, just out with y'all at um, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, so yeah. we gave you the cold. Yeah. Wow, yeah, wow. even though wow. none of us that was, a, that was a long <laughs> incubation period. Right. <laughs> 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 Sappho getting medical on you right there. All right, wow. with Roger Sappho. We come back, Buffalo Wild Wings, Nashville West. This is 3HL. There you go, 104.5 The Zone, Brett Norton, Don Davenport, Ron Slay. Broadcasting live at Buffalo Wild Wings. This is the last regular season show for us here. Now, I've been told we're working on some playoff things. So, yeah. as long as the guys keep rolling, I think we'll keep rolling. Well... Roger Saffold Titans, OG, OG, I like to call him. That's right. Rotate the towel. That's right, man. It is right here, just blowing people up on Sunday against the Dolphins. <laughs> and, again, that was a really good defense, and they came in, I think, number one in sacks. Y'all gave up one. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. Uh, you know, I think uh, with the O-line, like, we, we gave one pressure, yeah. which, was, which was insane, but – once again, we took ourselves out of those situations where they could just hunt the quarterback the entire time. Right. You know, uh, when we got most of their cover zero packages, it was in the run game because they just we, they couldn't stop us. Um, you stayed away from third and long. Right, staying away from third and long, staying away from second and long. Yeah. You know, they, they pressure a lot in second and long, and they twist people up a lot. And their twists, they do that better than anybody else. I mean, they really do. I mean, I probably watch – you know, a couple hours of film just on their twist game just because everybody's different. They they each do it differently, and it's to everyone's advantage. 
And those guys do a great job of just never stopping. Like, they're just always going to hunt the quarterback. High effort. Well, um, I mean, we talked about it. You guys got it going in that run game. And, and that is so important. Like, first down is so important, especially late in the season as you get toward the playoffs um, because of the fact that you don't want those obvious passing situations, right? Like, right. you want the entire playbook open. So third and four, everything, oh, yeah. everything's there. Yeah. We can run the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And third and four situations. We certainly we had that much, Yeah, we had that much confidence, you know, in our run game. Uh, which just allows us to, to force the defense to play every blade of grass on the field. And, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to keep on, you know, uh, bringing brilliance and simplicity uh, and, and just being <laughs> able to, to move people down the field. But also, I think you guys saw that you improve on what you focus on. Yeah. I mean, that was a big focus. Hey, let's make sure that we get this first down right. I mean, there's a little bit of extra oomph behind you when you see first down because you're like, all right, this is important. Right. This isn't like, all right, we can still got two more chances after this. Like we made it, we made it a, a statement to be able to, to be efficient on first down, and I'm just glad the way that we were, we were able to do it. I mean, in the rain, in the cold rain, yeah. it was a fun game. You know, it's interesting. Um, just off the top of my head, I, I know uh, there were two 200 yard rushing games, and one at 199 against the Dolphins was 199. So three games right at 200 yards or more without the King in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, that, that, again, that's a testament to what you guys are able to do out there in terms of just working and next man up, and that's a real thing. Yeah, and, you know, you probably probably save some people some more money, too, because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, if we if we had Derek, I mean, you, you, you only say that he would have broke the record this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well on his way. Yeah. Would have had 1,000 yards by game nine and <laughs> just, just keep it pushing. Him having a few 200-yard games, yeah. especially. I mean, I, I think it just tells you what type of team we are in November and December. In November and December, like, our physicality just seems to take over. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it wears on the defense. And then when we start getting into these games, like these two- and three-yard runs start turning to four and five and six, and then we start breaking stuff. Mm-hmm. And we have more yards out there. We've had some penalties that we need to, you know, stay away from. But all in all, I mean, it just shows you the character of the team. No doubt. Protecting the football, too. Yeah. Um, you look at this one this weekend. What's the talk? What's the mentality? What's, oh, man. Yeah. I mean. This is, this is extremely important. We give uh, ourselves, we give the city of Nashville, all of our fans, the chance to have home field advantage the whole way through. Uh, this is not the Texans. These are the Monstars. <laughs> this is Space Jam. We need to go yeah. in there. We need to win. We need to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. we need to save Michael Jordan. Like, this yeah. is what we have to do. We have to win this game. That is the best comparison <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I love it. I mean, this city's never hosted an AFC championship game. Yeah. Not and to get in front of anything, but, I mean, that. I've never been number one seed in my yeah. whole, all my years of playing. I mean, I've, I've gotten close with the two seed, but. It, it really is special to be able to have that, and it is truly an advantage. And then, you know, hell, I don't care. I'll buy, I'll buy 100 tickets. Let's just get that thing <laughs> blue as blue yeah. as possible. Blue I love as humanly it. possible. Uh, no, no Coach one has, Brable has been big on get the fans there. Oh, Come yeah. on to Houston. No no one has done more 3HL shows at Buffalo Wild Wings from the Titans than Roger Saffold. The I Titans, this. OG, OG. Mm-hmm. Y'all give it up for Roger Saffold. So, yeah. All right. Tyson and I coming up next. Stay tuned. Back at it tomorrow. Love y'all.
Be safe. Hey. Tighten up.